0: You're listening to Coffee and Connection, a podcast designed to fit into that first morning break and jumpstart your week. Hello, and welcome back to Coffee and Connection. I'm your host, Laura with Ariel HR, and I'm glad you're here today. Today, we're going to take a closer look at what it means to have multiple generations working together in the same office. Now, what we'll talk about with reference to the specific generational quirks are broad brushstroke and won't apply to everyone in that demographic. However, it is still good to keep in mind the core differences and driving motivations. There are so many wonderful advantages to having multiple generations in the same place, from the tribal knowledge that's shared on longstanding industry trends, historical performances, and so on, but there are also some incredible hurdles, with the largest probably being the communication preferences and barriers. Rapid linguistic transitions and slang, particularly among the younger generations, are starting to make their way into the workplace. Everything from how you respond in the affirmative to a question to the punctuation and grammar structure of documents can be impacted based on the broader generation. The current breakdown of generations in the workforce is largely split between baby boomers, Gen X, and millennials. However, we are starting to see the entrance of Gen Z, Still, have a few holdouts from the traditionalists or the silent generation. This means that a larger age spread could have up to five generations working together. Acronyms are a big part of that language shuffle. Think about all of the acronyms we use in corporate America from EOD, EOY, TLDR, IMO, and IIRC. These are further complicated by the acronyms specific to industries and individual companies. For example, my sister and I work in entirely different fields, and we often joke about trying to read each other's acronyms. L&D to her means labor and delivery, while for me it's learning and development. This is something to be mindful of if your workplace is heavy-handed in acronym usage. Perhaps you have an internal dictionary of the popular acronyms if that makes sense for your team. Baby boomers are largely those who have wanted to build their career at a single company. They have a vested interest often literally, as one of the last generations with pension plans in addition to other retirement options. They value interpersonal connection and are more motivated by face-to-face interactions. They are also likely those who prefer to return to the office, as that's the environment that they thrive in. This is probably also the last generation that we'll see that is fully bought into company loyalty. Their driving motivations are going to be tenure rewards and recognition, retirement planning, and are they're a good resource for mentorship. You should also make sure you have succession plans in place for those who fit in that demographic. Gen X on the other hand is the quintessential work hard, play hard. Their value is their core compensation package, their salary, paid time off benefits, and they have a little bit of a reduced company loyalty as a result. They are a very driven group and will do what it takes to make the project work in the most efficient manner. This shows in their communication preferences and they'll operate under whatever will result in the fastest feedback loop. Sometimes it may be a phone call or an in-person chat. Other times it's going to be an email or a chat message. Millennials, formerly known as Gen Y, are a more nuanced group, but they can be categorized as those who are fiercely protective of their teams sometimes to their own personal detriment. And I would argue this is the first generation that is really starting to promote the work to live, not live to work mentality. They have been shaped by the internet, so their communication style will be likely some type to format and they'll likely shy away from in-person meetings or phone calls. This group does well with more freedom and they crave managers in a work environment that trusts them to do their work with minimal supervision. And they will be very loyal if they feel there is loyalty in return. In Gen Z, they are the first digital native generation. Their approaches can be more personally focused rather than company focused. So company loyalty will mean very little to them. As digital natives, they will be much more informal in their communication styles. Think texts, slacks, DMs, similar to millennials, they like to have the freedom and independence to do work their way. As a result, they tend to favor working for millennial managers who understand this and can more easily communicate with that generation. Gen Z also likes to have a variety of projects running at once. So being able to trust them to spin multiple projects at the same time is essential, the route to understanding and working with someone from a different generation is communication and transparency. No matter which generation you stem from or which you work with, setting aside time to get to know them and how they work is essential. Go to lunch with them and have a less work-focused conversation or in a weekly one-on-one, ask them directly how they prefer to communicate. Hey, how would you prefer to hear feedback? What are your preferences for giving me project updates? Approaching the conversation with a true desire to understand the other person and make improvements to your own communication style will do wonders for the working relationships, no matter the generation. Thanks for joining us on Coffee and Connection this week. We'll have some multi-generational links on our social media, so follow along there for more information. And join us on our next episode as we kick off a series on benefits and perks, understanding them and making them work for you.